What is going on, my late party goers? Welcome to a special edition of Late for the Party, the evening edition on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious. How you guys doing? Man, it is a special one at that. I know it is Tuesday night, but I wanted to get into a couple things because I just found out today that uh, word around the campfire, this will be that segment. And also want to do it in my mind segment afterwards. And I will start spitting it to you right now. So, um... We're around the campfire that Black Panther is actually has a release date for digital and Blu-ray, which is the digital copy will be released on May 8th. The digital will be released on May 8th and the Blu-ray will be released on May 15th of next month. Jesus, man, we're talking about. Like, it's going to be coming out on DVD, I mean, I mean, coming out on Blu-ray and digital next month, right after Infinity War. I mean, keep in mind, we're thinking, I'm thinking to myself, geez, man, are you serious? Like, we're pushing it kind of close, right? But then you've got to think about it, like, Black Panther out on Valentine's Day weekend. That was in February. We are in April right now, okay? Think about it like that, all right? And, I mean, this is, I mean, this, I mean, it's still in the top five. It's in, it's in fourth place in the box office right now. It's still going to be in the box office. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd be amazed if it's still in the top five by the time Infinity War comes out. Something tells me. It might even be that way. Who knows, man? Like, I know Rampage comes out next... I mean, this... Uh, uh, it comes out this week, so... I mean, and it's Dwayne Johnson. I mean, it's The Rock. I mean, obviously, he has a, uh, a following and everything else. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be... It's gonna be a domino effect of how these movies do and everything. And I mean, The Quiet Place did very well for itself for this weekend. And I mean, I've seen it, and it's not a bad movie. It's actually very, very good. I should do a quick fire review on it, but um, I'm gonna play a wait. I'm gonna play the waiting game on that one. Uh, I'll do that one a little bit later. But as as things have progressed with most of these movies and everything else, I mean, Ready Player Ones came out, I mean, Ready Player Ones came out, you know, it's still in second place, I mean, like, even Pacific Rim, unfortunately, it was at number one, but then it dropped all the way down to number nine, okay, I mean, it was at number five, and then dropped all the way down to number nine, that's a damn shame. But aside from that, I mean, for Black Panther to be coming out in May 8th on digitally and May 15th on Blu-ray, I mean, you gotta think, man, like, this movie has done so well for itself to where it, I mean... I'm, I'm guaranteeing people are going to watch this movie again. It's not even out of the box. I mean, it's not even out of the movie theaters yet. 
You know what I'm saying? It's not even out of the movie theaters. And it's still in the top five. It's at number four. Even if it makes it, the, even if it drops to five uh, at the end of this, um, at the I mean, beginning of next week. I mean, it's still going to be in the top five. I mean, hell, that's that's awesome, dude. Like, come on. Anybody who hasn't seen Black Panther by now needs to see it by now, okay? That's crazy enough. Oh, man, that's crazy. But, I mean, and then also just the fact that Infinity War coming around the corner, it's going to bring people to be like, oh, well, Black Panther's one of the stars of the movie and everything else, so, and if I didn't see it, and if I want to see it again, I mean, it's that, it's worthy of much to see it more than a few times, I know a lot of people have seen, at least seen it four times, I've, this will be my, I mean, I've seen it at least three times already, and, I mean, it's that freaking good, I mean, Marvel, at this moment in time, cannot go wrong, okay, they can't go wrong, and I am, I, like I said, I am happy to be a part of this era in my life to even see, like, comic books, I mean, no matter how good or bad, you know, getting this kind of pub, man, like, I mean, and this is where I'm starting to get into the In My Mind segment, because I know there's been a lot of people who hate, like, like the elitists, like all the movie stars who hate on the comic books, and a lot of people who hate comic book, uh, movies and comic book characters, don't get me wrong, like I said, no matter how good or bad a comic book movie may be, like, I don't like, as much as I bash on X-Men and, like, mostly all the DC movies so far, I don't want none of them to fail. I really don't. Like, that is the least, that is, like, the least thing I want. I don't want no movie like that to fail. Like, even for Rampage and, and like, Transformers or anything like the, like those, I mean, this is shit, I, this is shit I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? I grew up playing Rampage. I grew up watching Transformers. I grew up reading comic books like the X-Men and and Black Panther and, and stuff like that. I mean, this is stuff that I hold dear to my, like, to the hip, you know what I'm saying? Next to my wife and my family and everything else, like, the next, and my dog, the next in line would be, like, my comic books, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I look at that dearly. Like, that, that is the type of shit that kept, I mean, reading comic books, like, like I said, I give props to my dad and his, uh, friend Dave, rest in peace, like, you know, those men put me on game when it came down to comic books, I went down, I was in Pittsburgh visiting my grandparents, and my dad, my grandparents pulled out my dad's comic books, old comic books, and I read them, and I was mesmerized by that, but then, you know, as time progressed, I mean, I, though, that kept me out of trouble, 
You know what I'm saying? And then when I got in trouble, I did everything in my power to make sure I didn't stay in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Hell, like, dad wanted me to read. I was reading his Robert. Like, I got in trouble in school. My dad would punish me and put and have me read his Robert B. Parker novels. Yes, Spencer freaking uh, Spencer for Hire read a chapter and tell him what happened in that chapter. And I, you know, I was getting in trouble like in like the third grade all the way up to the fifth grade. All right. By the time I got to the sixth grade, I was able to read past the eighth grade level. I was reading the L.A. Times before getting in the junior high. So, I mean, so by the time I started reading comic books and everything else and all these haters out there talking about, oh, it's all grown. I mean, it's all kid stuff and everything. Nah, bruh. I'm going to tell you like this. Comic books definitely have a lot of adult themes in it, okay? From Spider-Man to anything like that, okay? We're talking about, if you're talking about the X-Men, you're talking about racism and and stuff like that. From like, from like dealing with the segregation and stuff like that in the 60s. You know, I mean, that that was some real shit. Magneto was Malcolm X while Xavier was Martin Luther King, you know, to be interjected like that and still getting pushed like that even till this day. I mean, I mean, that's some real shit. I mean, comic books is not about I mean, I remember one time I was. When comic books started coming, when when comic book movies really started pushing after Blade, uh, this was like when Iron Man, when Iron Man 1 came out, this was around 2008, and Blockbuster Video was still existing around this time. Like, it, it wasn't even on its last legs just yet. They were still looming around. And I remember getting a couple of move comic book movies and everything like Spider-Man like this was a little after before it and I remember getting Spider-Man 2 and stuff like that because uh they had a couple of sales and stuff like that this person behind me it was a lady she was sitting here dissing me because like she was dissing the fact that like all these comic book movies all these Oh, they're all so whack and crappy and everything else. And she was literally talking mad shit. So, so I interjected one day. I interjected. So, and I was like, okay, so let me ask you a question. Like, you say comic book movies are whack and everything, right? So, and I I asked her, why did she feel that way? Because she said that it was like comic book movies are a bunch of kids for nothing but a bunch of kids and everything else. So I actually started school and I like, you would think like they're for just, just kids. If you actually sat down and read a comic book, you would believe that you trust and believe there's more adult themes in comic books than you would love that you led to. I mean, you led to believe that there's not. So. And I gave her some examples of, like, and I told her, like, low-key, you probably even enjoy some comic book movies. And then she was like, oh, hell no, I, I don't believe that. I don't, uh, I don't watch all these Spider-Men and all that, and X-Men movies and everything. Oh, now I was telling her, like, but there's comic book movies that are not that way. 
and and she was like, how do you figure? And I was like, well, how about this? Have you watched, um, have you watched From Hell? It was a Hughes Brothers movie. It was starring Johnny Depp and Heather Graham. And uh, he was a detective in the London days, the old, uh, the old days where he was uh, trying to hunt down Jack the Ripper. And she was like, yeah, I remember that movie. It was actually good. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, but uh, literally, did you know that that actual, was actually a graphic novel? A graphic novel about, and, uh, and pretty much a graphic novel is technically a comic book, if you think about it. And she was sitting there, oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, oh, yes, it is. Go ahead and go on your, when you go home and you go on your computer, look that up and everything else. I can guarantee you that is a comic, is a, a graphic novel, also known as a comic book. And then I gave her another example. It was like, do you like Tom Hanks? And then she said, yes, she actually likes Tom Hanks. You know, like, so you've watched, uh, Movies like Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump. Did you see the latest movie that the the last movie he was in called Road to Perdition, and where he was a a mob a former mob enforcer, and he was on the run with his son doing uh stealing money, stealing the mob's money, and stuff like that. And she was like, "Yeah, I remember that movie. It was good too." And I'm like, "Yeah." Hate the burst your bubble. That was also a graphic novel, aka a comic book. <laughs> so I was like, she was sitting there denying and denying, and then I even threw at, uh, even I even threw Ghost World at her, and then she was really starting to get hot and uh, hot and everything else. I was like, I'm telling you, I can guarantee you, like you're you're running a movie. I'm gonna guarantee you this. I'm gonna bring a book. That show, uh, bring a wizard magazine that shows all the comic book movies that you're talking about that you like that were actually comic books. I still got that wizard magazine too that shows all of the top movies that were comic books that turned into adaptations. And pretty much she came back one day and I had that book in the car and I was like, oh, I want to show you something. And I literally schooled her. She apologized for saying such negative things about comic books. And I'm telling her, it was like, since she liked those movies so much, she wound up going back and appreciating the fact that she wound up watching those other comic book movies. And she thought those weren't bad. So, I mean, my thing is, uh, my thing with all of that, for all those haters out there, there's this old saying that they always said, don't knock it until you try it. Believe me, there's a lot of things I knock that I had to try, that I've knocked and had to try and like, and had to change my perception on how I thought about things. I mean, and for you guys to sit there hating on comic books and everything else, actually pick one up and read one. Or actually watch a movie and actually see how it is. Watch a good one if you can. Watch Black Panther. Watch Civil War. Watch Iron Man 1. Hell, if you want to dig deeper than that, watch Blade 1 and 2. You know, watch Spider-Man 2. You know, they're out there. Movies do exist. Watch Ghost World. Watch, um... 
uh, Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. You know, they're they're out there. They do exist. Watch Road to Perdition. Hell, even watch From Hell. And watch a lot of... Even watch 300 and Sin City. These are actually good books. I mean, even Hellboy. I mean, and Hellboy got high praises when Ron Perlman donned, uh, donned the costume... Well, donned the makeup and the costume. So, I mean... I mean, in, in the box office and everything else, it does exist. The 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 acceptance of comic book movies and books have brought it to the forefront to where, like, I like I said in uh, my my old pod, uh, my old episode, to where I hold that shit very dear. I was wearing T-shirts of superheroes back when it wasn't even fashionable. Now you got supermodels and now you got kids who are rocking all these superhero costume cop uh t-shirts and jackets and everything else. I'm happy to see that. I finally get a chance to that the geeks and the nerds who got shunned on and hated on for years and years. I was one of them kids. I copyrighted that shit back when back when I was at Westchester. You know, and Anybody who knows me back in Westchester, you know who you are, clowning me and all that shit. But you know what? I stand tall, like the tallest oak tree. That's how I am. And I didn't give a shit who anybody said it. I know, guarantee you, you wasn't going to touch me. And if you did touch me, I guarantee you, you got a five, you got the five knuckle shuffle straight up in the face. So there you go. On some John Cena shit. Couldn't see me in a fight. That's how I was. So. But. Like I said. I know I ran on for like 18 minutes. But. That was then my mind segment. And also the word around the campfire. But like I said. I'm proud. And I am happy to see comic books. Come to this level of acceptance in society. Because believe me. You see what Black Panther's doing y'all. Okay, it is breaking barriers. It is accolade after accolade after accolade. Okay, and it's only been out. It's only been out under five months, or at least five months now. February, March, March, April, May, like three months. I mean, like well, two months, damn near. It only been out of like. Under, like, under that. And it's doing all of this, man. I'm telling you, dude. Don't sleep. Don't knock on shit that you don't know about. And, I mean, for a comic book movie to show in a place that was banned uh, movie theaters for 35 years. Or to surpass the Titanic. To have its first black cast to have its first black producer I mean that that's a big deal man that is so big and, and we should all be happy to see that happen you know that's what I'm saying that's all I'm gonna say like I said y'all I'm happy I'm proud to see it go down so like I said y'all this is Late for the party, 
I am your host, Melodious. Like I said, this is a new saying I want to say. As always, it's better to be late for the party to not be there at all. You guys have a good night. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting adventure of Late for the Party Evening Edition. On Anchor FM, I'm your host, Melodious. Yes, that's right, y'all. What a dope weekend this has been. It's been crazy. It's been nuts. So many things have been popping off. Oh, man, Coachella's cracking off right now. Whatever else has been going on. The movies have been going by storm as well. And I was watching Black Lightning and was starting to catch up and things start starting to get intense. Oh yes, I must say, I am very excited. It is I am excited to be a geek and I'm going to talk about a few things that's going on. I'm going to get into the box office reviews in a bit. But actually, I wanted to talk about uh, some things that's been going on. This is an In My Mind segment, I might add. And I know I usually don't talk about this kind of stuff, but it is kind of involving pop culture. So I'm going to fucking say it right now. Frankenberry got cheated on, ladies and gentlemen. That is so sad to say, and I'm sorry. When I say Frankenberry, I mean uh, Khloe Kardashian. Yes, that one of the infamous trio of the Kardashian family who obviously can't close her legs to save her life, getting with these not even LeBron James of the NBA, but these lower, low-tier, low-budget class, tall, taller-than-oak-tree, good-for-nothing do, um, evildoers. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm not saying... Shame on you for fooling me once, but shame on, shame on me for fooling me twice. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, obviously... This woman, I mean, and I'm sitting here talking shit because don't get me wrong, it's not good that this person got cheated on, but goddamn, if you're obviously wondering, like, where this cat came from, and obviously this dude's track record, Tristan Thompson, has another baby mama by somebody else, then what the fuck is the problem? You think it was okay for you to get pregnant? I'd rather if you got pregnant to Lamar Odom, at least... He has some kind of significance, but damn, you damn near drew drew this kid, drew him to, to <laughs> damn near to go back to drugs. Oh man, what am I tripping off of? I mean, but who cares? Honestly, it's like, god damn. I mean, I mean, if if if, if the Kardashians ain't killing killing brothers, then obviously they. they they're getting sweated on by him, and it's like, geez, man, it's like, God, give it a freaking break already. Don't these bitches believe in condoms? I mean, seriously. <coughs> I mean, I'll give it to Kanye and freaking Kim for some odd reason that they managed to stick around this fucking long, but goddamn, how many times has she, like, had dick top from one dick to the next dick to the next dick? I mean... Jesus Christ, dude. 
I mean, shit, she's having more fun on, <laughs> she's, I mean, Kim and, Kim and Chloe are having more fun jumping on dicks than pogo sticks, so it's like, Jesus, man, I don't know, but other than that, who gives a shit, I don't care about them either, but it's just funny to me, because obviously, prophylaxis, prophylactics don't, like, exist in, like, in, like, Hollywood at all, like, obviously, if she's been lived, I mean, if she's been with this cat long enough to be popping out children, wouldn't it be a smarter idea to actually get married first? I mean, am I the only brother who thinks traditionally about shit like that? Maybe it's because I'm not a star, so I wouldn't know how living life in a a fast-paced relationship like that when you're, like, under the microscope of paparazzis and and news and <clears throat> flights and airplanes and cameras and all that shit that's not even really necessary. But, anyway, the, other than that, I mean, hey, to each his own. I, I think they're both wrong on both ends of the spectrum. He's a fucking idiot. Because now she could hit that fool up for goddamn child support, and I mean, I mean, you're you're fucking with a Kardashian. That's the last thing you wanted to do. Get one broad knocked up and not expecting to get hit in court somewhere along the lines. Shame on that fool, and goddamn it, shame on her for dealing with idiots like that too. For some odd reason, I actually gave Frankenberry, and I keep calling her Frank and because she looked like Frankenberry, okay? I gave her props at one point because I thought she was one of the sanest Kardashian in the bunch, but obviously she obviously starting to fall into that vicious cycle like her sister Kim and everything else. I mean, it's just poor choice. I mean, they obviously got their business aspects together, but when it comes down to relationships, let I me... Mean, None of them. No, none of them. Even the Jenners are starting to have fucking problems. The only one who doesn't really have problems at this moment is time. Time is what? Uh, uh, what's the the one the the modeling one who kind of got the little beef with the 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 Pepsi commercial? Uh, Kendall. There we go. Kendall is at least the one Jenner who's like not really going ape shit. I mean, Kylie's dumb enough to fall for anything, so, I mean, she fell on a, a lot of dicks even in the beginning of, like, like, when she's getting ready to pop out of high school. So, obviously, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree in the Kardashian tree, obviously. So, shame on them. Now, I'm moving on. Alright, so, moving on to this week's box office results, so it has been a pretty interesting week so far because things have been changing back and forth like underwear thus far, so, so far, Rampage crept up on a quiet place and took the first place spot at $34.5 million, while a quiet place is still in the top, in the top five, but it's at 32.6 million. 
And that total gross hits 99.6 million for A Quiet Place. So give credit where credit's due. John Krasinski has actually did a pretty good thing for himself, even though for those who have seen the movie or haven't seen the movie, I won't get into full-blown spoilers on it right now, but honestly, it was a dope movie. I mean, for a horror, for, for I wouldn't even really call it a horror movie, but a suspenseful thriller, you know, on some like how Alfred Hitchcock type shit, which is actually freaking cool. So, Ready Player One dwindled at number four at 11.2 million. At total, it's 11, uh, 114.6 million. So, Blockers uh, swings to number five at 10.2 million. Obviously, John Cena is trying to get behind The Rock when it comes down to being. Trying to get into that celebrity limelight. Ah, we'll see what happens with Mr. John Cena. He might want to stick to wrestling just for a little bit longer. Let's see what happens with that as time comes, as time progress for Mr. You Can't See Me. Uh, well, next thing you know, Black Panther has knocked out, been knocked out of the, uh, the, fi uh, the top five. But he is still behind uh, Blockers being in the sixth place, making 5.3 million, grossing uh, total totaling out at 673.9 million, which is still good. I mean, kudos to freaking Black Panther. I mean, we still got like maybe what a couple of weeks. Um, we still got a couple of weeks. Until uh, Infinity War shows up, who knows? It might even get a resurgence when it does pop. When um, we start climbing into the weeks of Infinity War, you never know. We'll see what happens. Isle of the Dogs goes at the number seven mark, going at five million total at eighteen point four million. Uh, number eight, I can only imagine three point eight million at seventy four point nine million in the total. Tyler, Perry, uh, Tyler Perry's Acrimony, uh, Acrimony, Acrimony, that one, shit, <laughs> the one with uh, Taraji P. Hinton, uh, ah, yeah, anyway, at nine, making 3.7 million, total at 37.8 mil, and Chapaquadic, uh, I haven't seen that movie, but uh, it's at the 10 spot, Making three million total at eleven million. Wow! And nowhere to be found is, uh, is Pacific Rim Uprising. Mm. Man, I gotta clear my throat. Um, Pacific Rim Uprising was at number nine. What last week? And now it has disappeared off the top ten. God damn, how do you drop from number one to number five, what, number one to number five to number nine, no, number one to number five to number one, I mean, to number nine, <laughs> to nowhere to be found on the top ten. And it's amazing that one kaiju movie made at the number one mark even over the other, which is kind of crazy. Because you would think giant robots versus monsters would actually 
would have been quite successful to some degree. Now, I'm going to talk about Rampage. I did see Rampage today with the missus, and I must say, it was a very good, it was a good film for what it's worth. Probably one of the better um, video game movies that has been out for quite some time. I mean, I would have never, I mean, keep in mind, I've always loved Rampage, the video game. Back when I was playing it at Electronic America over at the old uh, Hawthorne Mall back in the 80s. Going um, all the way up to, into the uh, early 90s. And it was a fun game. I mean, hell, they even managed to make a decent story out of a video game that really didn't have much of a premise. So, and for The Rock to... And I like the fact that it had a diverse cast, you know... <clears throat> Excuse me, just trying to clear my throat. Damn, I should have got some water somewhere along the lines. Um, you got Rock starring it, and you got Naomi Harris uh, being the second villain in Star... Uh, not really a love interest, but she is the, the, pe the jelly to Rock's peanut butter in this film, so it's actually good, and I... Also, like the fact that uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has got this whole southern draw of being the um, of being this mysterious uh, uh, secret agent, which is pretty interesting. But it's kind of weird that he keeps leaning. If you watch the movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about because he actually does it when he's playing Negan in um, freaking uh, Walking Dead. Like he just seems that he can't just stand still. Either way. But, um, actually, like, the relationship that, uh, Rock had, and he was doing sign language with, uh, with the, uh, protagonist animal, George, the gorilla, which is kind of interesting that both their relationship in the movie, like, you actually gave, actually gave a shit, you know what I'm saying? Because you see this bond that, you know eventually was like, you know, of course, at one point in time, like, you know, well, never mind, I'm not going to get into any spoilers, but deep down, I thought it was a cool movie, you know, I mean, it crept up on a quiet place, so I'm very shocked and all to see uh, that Rotten Tomatoes actually gave Rampage not that many great reviews, they crept in at a 56 point, uh, 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, but for me, I'm going to say it like this. I don't really follow. It depends. It depends. I don't follow Rotten Tomatoes all the way because some movies might be better than the actual score itself. So for certain things like A Wrinkle in Time or Rampage or anything like that, even Jumanji when they gave it a okay rating at uh, a okay percentage at that time, I mean, it just depends. Like, you know, I'm my own critic. So if I say it's cool, I mean, if I say it's cool, then I'll give it a, a decent, I mean, a decent, um, a decent uh, scoring. And I mean, my scoring is only between one out of 10. So, so in some aspects, uh, Rampage to me in my book, I mean, I give it a solid seven and a half. I mean, a seven and a half 
I mean, it's not a great, I mean, it's not the best, it's a popcorn flick. It's definitely something enjoyable. I actually cheered, I mean, I cheered at points, and I mean, it was a fun movie. It was actually fun, and I give it a 7.5. You know, it was actually a fun movie to watch. There was a lot of cursing and swearing to be a rated PG-13 movie, I mean, and there was a lot of blood in this movie, so... There was, um, it's not a lot of blood, but blood enough to be a PG-13 film. And a lot of people got murked, so <laughs> it's an enjoyable flick. So I recommend it. If you want to go see it on the weekend, or catch it on a matinee, or even catch it on a two, uh, $5 or $6 Tuesdays and stuff like that, I recommend it. Take your friends, take your family, do what you gotta do, because it's actually cool, so... Kudos to Rock, um, kudos to Dwayne Johnson for doing his thing, so, and it was actually a, a decent flick, so I will get into a quick fire review about that, probably even have my wife as a guest appearance, I'm a guest host, I mean, a guest, a special guest on that one, because she is the one who did watch it with me, anyway, but, um, so far, so good. Everything is awesome and sweet this evening on a beautiful evening Sunday. So I am going to get off on this segment thus far. Oh, man, I must say it's been an interesting one. I will talk about that a little bit later. But anyway, this is Melvin. Oh, I'm saying my government name. This is Melodious signing off on Late for the Party, and as always, never, ever be late for the party. You guys take care.